back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back into the 1 o'clock hour, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself till 2. Matt Rudy, Golf Digest, senior writer. He's on the ground at Shinnecock. We will uh, speak with Matt uh, coming up here in about 12 minutes or thereabouts. Uh, Jeff Goodman, a uh, major, major college face, would you say, uh, at ESPN. And um, does a little NBA stuff, but more of a college guy is leaving ESPN, and apparently he's going to join the stadium, which is where Chris Hassel, who got a, a, some really some good ink today, mm-hmm. uh, was it an awful announcing? It, I was, think it was, yeah. They yep. caught up with uh, with Chris Hassel, um, you know, who at the time, leaving ESPN, he was one of the, what, 100 or so people that uh, lost, unfortunately, lost their jobs, but Chris Hassel, as most people anticipated, that knew him or of his work here at Iowa, they'd be out of work for you know, for not for very long, and he would find a uh, a landing spot, and he has at Stadium, and apparently, this is where Jeff Goodman is going. Stadium is all online at this point, correct? I, as far as I know, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm too old for this, Trent. I mean, I mean, I'm too old to to try and grasp where everything's going. You know, like. Ten years from now, how will we be consuming? I'll still be getting the newspaper at the front door. You'll still be watching DirecTV. And I'll still be watching DirecTV, right. And I won't have any apps on my phone, and I won't um, be able to get ESPN, what is it called, Plus or 3 or whatever it is, yeah. on my TV because I don't know how to do it and I don't want to learn. So where, where, what is stadium? Where are we going here, Trent, I guess is what I'm trying to get. Uh, I mean, that's that's the way... There's still going to be holdouts. There's still going to be people that'll do it. But for the younger generation, things continue to evolve. Things mm-hmm. continue to change. I don't want to get rid of DirecTV. I don't want to cut the cord. I've never understood somebody watching an event on their phone when you've got a 60 or 70 inch big screen in front of you. Why would you not want to watch TV? I don't get it either. I, I, I'm the exact same way now. Oh, I can get it on my iPad. Okay, I can get it on my big screen TV. Right, but not everybody is home as often as you are either. Well, that's true. When you're out and about, I mean, I told you how I consume the yeah, uh, the Belmont. The Belmont right. Down two thirty. Down two thirty five. Right. Didn't crash into any Wandering. walls. Luckily, I don't run any uh, any car shops like some people that have done ooh, that in the past. Ooh, but ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, I. Uh, you you have to find different ways mm-hmm. to do things, and as we become increasingly mobile, it's nice to have because in the old days, I'd have been SOL, right? Yes, you would have. You would have. Just mm-hmm. sorry, you'll you'll get to see the highlight and watch it later. But Jeff Goodman is so entrenched with college basketball, and college basketball means so much to ESPN. And even if it's not Jeff Goodman, it's Joe Blow, whatever, mm-hmm. right? He's He's taking a big chance here. I mean, how do you walk away from the four-letter network, who, again, loves college hoops, mm-hmm. is on every single day in the winter months with a college basketball game? I mean, try and find a night where they are not they don't have a college basketball game. It's tough to. And he's going to an online entity that is for, what, six months now? It's been, when did Hassel start there? Sometime in the fall. He still did his yeah, play-by-play yeah. stuff. So it's still in startup mode, but... I mean, I guess good get for them, but is, is this a good move for 
career-wise? Look, I'm coming off the worst career choice I ever made in my life, right? So I'm not the best one to maybe answer to this question. I'm not that I'm not glad to be here with you, and I sure. say that in all sincerity. I am. Um, but I wonder if you look back on this one. What was I thinking? Could be. I mean, these startups, it's it's difficult. And I'm sure there was more money thrown at them, but will that money be there? Look at uh, Landa 10 threw a yes. lot of money at Doc and Bobby right. LeJess. And all those guys that they brought over to take Big Ten spots and Big 12 and SEC country, they lasted a year and a half. Yeah, it's, I, if I was him, I wouldn't. But then you look at the landscape of ESPN and you look at talented people that have let go in, and a lot of them in the college sports realm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something that mm-hmm. he's looking at. And we have heard multiple times that the layoffs last April, it's not the last round. Right. There's still true. going to be more coming. So get out in front of the posse. And instead of looking, take an offer and, and take a shot. And he still has the name brand. He still has the cachet where if it doesn't work out and, and this new deal doesn't, he can go back and he can get a job. CBS Sports, he worked at a time. He can mm-hmm. maybe go back to ESPN. You mm-hmm. know, those kind of things. Take an opportunity. Aggressiveness. It's, it's, it's a bold, bold call. It is. Look, we're both proponents of the athletic. We think mm-hmm. that that is the future as far as as far as newspapers are going and I, and I and I shudder to think about it but I when I just I'll still get the paper as long as they're going to deliver it I want it. I'll um, take it from you when you bring it in. I bring me. it into you every day and I think you still read it right I after do. I leave. I do. Um but that that's I just wonder where it's going. Right. It's continually evolving mm-hmm. and it can be scary. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's scary in our business and yep. it's scary in the newspaper business and sometimes you got to kind of take that own initiative and good for him. I I hope it works out well. I wouldn't place money on it as a betting man. Now, is he? I wonder if he's a. How did, how did that conversation? Well, I know how it went. It didn't go. It probably doesn't go well. It didn't in my place. Um, <laughs> you did what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. We've all had that conversation, yeah, we, I think. We have. Uh, just real quick, I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because it's list season, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, Athlon, a pretty good college sports reputation already. I mean, they're reputable. It's not like they just joined the college fray. They ranked their Big Ten coaches. Okay. Where do you think Kirk Ferentz slides in at? I would Give say... Give me a number one through 14. Number six. You're... These lists kind of have them usually in that range. Right. That's too high. First of all, who do you think is last? Who do you think is 14 of the Big Ten college Lovey. coaches? Yes. Yeah. Good for you. Lovey. Lovey's uh, 14. All right. Well, Urban at the top. Urban's at the top. Yes. All right. Well, let's start that way and work our way. Work our way to Ferris. Urban is one. You're right. Urban at number one. Number two will surprise you. Is this as it for this year? Overall body of work. Uh, body of work. Number two has to be Mark D'Antonio. It is good for you. And bang All bang. Right. I didn't think you'd get that one. Number three. Number three body of work overall. I'm going with. James Franklin? You're on a roll, Trent Okay, Condon. all right, all right. Four? Number four. Well, we know Ference isn't there. No, and he's not six either. He's not six. Jim Harbaugh? You're on a roll. Okay. Five? Five is it? We're about to get Big Ten West heavy. I'll give you that. Fitz? Fitz is five. Do you have this in front of you? I do not. Good I have the you. list of coaches, but I do not have that list. Number six. Paul Christ? All right. You I haven't it. seen this. I haven't seen this. Seven? Ferentz. No. Okay. Well, who is it? Scott Frost. Get out of here. They've got Frost seven. Ah. Trent, he won a national champion. Well, kind of. He really didn't, but uh, Ferentz is eight. 
According Eight. to Athlon. Behind Scott Frost. Behind I've Scott. heard it all. Uh, we'll come back with Matt Rudy. We'll hear it all about the U.S. Open next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk from life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Flag Guy here. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas? Halloween? Fourth of July? Any guests on mine? I'll give you a second. If you said Flag Day, you're smarter than the guy in the car next to you. Every June 14th, we get a little crazy at heartlandflags.com. We already have the largest selection of all types of flags online, but now through Flag Day, when you enter Flag Day at checkout, you'll save 14% on all flag purchases, and that's on top of free shipping. Shop, buy, and save today at heartlandflags.com. Strong enough to pull a plane? Prove it! The Loesch Family Foundation presents the 5th Annual Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on Saturday, June 23rd at the Des Moines International Airport. Teams of up to 10 will test their strength against a Delta airplane. SOIowa.org slash plane pull to register and create a fundraising page to collect donations online. Sign up today and make a difference in the lives of over 14,900 Special Olympic athletes in Iowa. The Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on June 23rd. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back as we continue on here. Well, as we've talked about, the basketball is over, the NHL is over, it's baseball season, but golf elbowing its way into the conversation, Trent Conan, and then we'll find a place for it willingly. U.S. Open is about to start while we're two days away. It starts on Thursday. Shinnecock is the scene. Matt Rudy is our guy when it comes to golf. Senior writer, golfdigest.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Rudy Writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. And Matt joins us. Matt Trenton, Canada, Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you, Matt Rudy? You know, it's about 69 degrees here at Shinnecock. It's beautiful weather. The golf course looks amazing. And if I complained about it, I would be the most ungrateful person in the world. So I, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, very envious of you there this week. So help us out. How far from, let's say, downtown Manhattan, how long would it take uh, to get to Shinnecock if that was your starting point? Well, they have, they have the Long Island Railroad, so you can take a two-hour, I think two-hour and five-minute train. And they have, the USGA built a special train platform just for this week. You can get off right at the at the golf course. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, I think it's an 80-something mile drive, but the way the traffic is here, if you look at a map of Long Island, there's a part in the you know, out toward the end of it where it pinches in really narrow. That's right where the golf course is. So anybody trying to drive through that little narrow stretch there is, feeling the pain right now it's, it's a pretty tough ride to get here so shinnecock hills back for the first time in what 14 years 2004 retief goosen won that one 95 cory pavin not the longest of hitters what's different for people that remember the course people that have seen the course what's going to be different in 2018 it definitely looks the same you know the, the vistas are the same i was at that i was at actually both of those the, the cory pavin one was the first major i covered for sports illustrated and then um, the visuals are very similar. They've had a little more uh, rain around here in the springtime, so the course is a little greener than you might remember. But they've definitely stiffened it. They've added some, some yardage in subtle ways. And, and, uh, but, but when you look out at the, at the vistas from the clubhouse, it looks like the same place. And I think what everybody's rooting for, Shinnecock is such an amazing golf course. They're hoping that the, you know, the, the, the true feeling of Shinnecock comes through, even though they've made it hard. For a U.S. Open, I was talking to John Huggins, 
former Golf Digest colleague, is from Scotland, and he, he said, you know, without a doubt, Shinnecock is his favorite, by far, number one golf course in America. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful place, and if, and if they can just let that show through, the scores are what they are. But, it, but you know, like we saw at the last Open here, when they were determined to get the greens going super fast, they lost one of the greens. You know, it turned purple and died, and it was, you know, like concrete. And, and I, I think they don't want that to be the story. They want this to be a, a hard, fair test. And, and, and I think that's what everybody's rooting for. I uh, read a story at Golf Digest with one of your colleagues, Guy Yoakum, and he was talking about Raymond Floyd kind of going to the people of Shinnecock Hills and saying, this is not the cor- way the course is supposed to be, and, and some of the things that they have done. Great story by Guy over there, but, you know, as you go through taking trees away, making it look like it is, but the widening of the fairways, how important is that going to be, and, and how does that maybe disrupt this field as, as they shorten things back up after those fairways got pretty wide in, in years past? Yeah, I think what they, what they did, they added some yardage to the golf course, and they uh, strategically widened some areas to kind of encourage a place where you should be hitting your tee shots, whether you're hitting a driver or a three-wood or whatever club. You know, basically saying, all right, this is this is where tee shots, where we're going to encourage tee shots to go. If you want to go beyond these widened places, then you're at, you know, you're doing so at your own risk. And and I, the, the big wild card here, like always, is wind. And and I think if the if the if the conditions are calm and you have those wider runways, like Ray Floyd was suggesting. That's where you have the potential for someone to shoot some really low scores. That's what happened with Brooks Kapka last year at the U.S. Open. It was, you know, the, the, the conditions didn't protect the golf course in the way that they usually do. So I think by creating a little bit narrower running uh, runways here for, for tee shots, I mean, if you get two or three steps off these fairways, you're in a place where you're, you're hacking for dear life just mm-hmm. to try to move the ball, you know, 20 or 30 yards back, back into play. It's, it is really, really penal. Yeah, I saw some of that uh, that hacking that you referred to. I, I saw something on Twitter that somebody just dropped the golf ball into what looked to be, I don't know, three feet tall rough mat. And you you couldn't see it standing right <laughs> over the ball, looking directly down. You couldn't see where the ball, and he just dropped it from, from his hip, essentially. You couldn't even see it. You can't see it. And, and you know, number one, you've got to find your ball and that stuff. And then, yeah. you know, you're just, you're just estimating and swing kind of at an area and hoping to make contact and pop it out. And uh, that was the kind of lie. Tiger got hurt here playing here as an amateur. That was one of his first U.S. Opens mm. he played in, and he actually had to withdraw because he had one of those lies. He had, he had, he had one of those lies that, had, that he had to chop out of, and, and you know, when the club catches and turns over on you, know, that's, you, know, you, can, you can definitely get hurt. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I know I've, I've talked on this show a lot. I, I, have a, I get a little sideways with the USGA sometimes because yeah. I think when you make it so penal like that, it, it takes some of the bravery out of playing tournament golf. And, and, and I think you know, seeing the mixture of birdies and bogeys is what makes these kinds of things interesting. And, and, and when you can reward players that can play a complete game, which to me is risk-taking too, I think that's more fun for people to watch than people pitching out sideways. Well, one other change, Matt, uh, the USGA is uh, going to introduce a new playoff format. No longer will we have that Monday 18-hole playoff. It's apparently it's a two-hole playoff. It's a combined score. It's not sudden death. It's the right. combined score on the two holes. What was behind that? And on the surface, did they do the right thing, in your opinion? Well, purely TV. It's, 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 oh, you want sure. to be able to finish the tournament, finish the tournament in the same day. You want to reward the, the patrons who came around on Sunday to, where they get to see a winner, 
uh, because even when you have an experience, for example, like the Tiger Woods Rocco Media playoff, you've got to have everybody come back the next day and people have to go back to work. You know, the golf course is not nearly as crowded as it was. The energy level is different. Uh, it just it, it made it didn't make for a, a satisfying you know, consumer experience, I guess, for lack of a better term. I think you know, you want to be able to, to crown the champion on the same day. Uh, I, I think it's it, 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 I mean, you could argue that an 18-hole playoff challenges players in a different way, and it's and it's a fair way to do it. But but also, I think by doing a two-hole aggregate, you're, you're challenging players under the same conditions that they played for the whole day. So you're you know it's, it's mm-hmm. compartmentalized into one day. And I think the two-hole playoff makes it so that if you, you, know, you, you can make one bad swing and still, still be in it, but, uh, but you're still rewarding the player who was the best for that day. And, and I, I think everybody's happy about it. I, I know like, from a media perspective, when, when you've got to come back and, and go the entire next day, that makes, that makes life a lot harder than when you can crown a winner on the same day. You mentioned 10 years ago the Rocco versus Tiger, 18 holes. Uh... It is the anniversary, so there's been a lot talked about. I've seen stories. I've seen uh, both written and on television about this. Take us back to 10 years ago and then today. Did you ever think there'd be a, a 10-year gap for Tiger Woods and majors? It's amazing to think not only that there's a 10-year gap, but, but characteristically for PGA Tour players, that window of time from your early 30s into your early 40s, that's prime time. Prime, yeah. That's when players do most of their winning. And Tiger's got a dominant major championship record despite not winning any majors in the time when most players historically have won that. So that's, a, that's just, it reinforces how great he was for that stretch of time to be able to do what he did. And it, and like you said, it, even even with the injury he had, where he had to finish the U.S. Open and basically take the rest of the year off, even with that injury, I don't think anybody was sitting there thinking that this was the last time we were going to see somebody do this. It's, it's really been a remarkable decade, both, both with what, He's gone through with just different injuries and different coaches, and what's happened in golf and some of the other players that have emerged. You know, and, and, how, and how much of you know the players that we've seen emerge has been because Tiger created the, the money sport that we see now, and then kind of got out of the way so some of those guys could win tournaments. I think it's a combination of factors that that made players like Jordan Spieth possible. If you ask Ernie Els what it was like to be the second best player for a decade, you know, while the greatest player of all time, arguably, was winning all those tournaments. It was pretty hard. I think other, other players have gotten a little bit of boost from that. and They've it, it, it had a little room. So there hasn't been a big tree over there preventing the sunlight to come down and help them grow. Mm. Well, you would know with your conversations working with Ernie Els as you have. Uh, Matt Rudy is our guest, Golf Digest. Matt, it's impossible to quantify the answer to this question because we've got guys, you know, the different uh, different times of day. But if there was, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, and Tiger Woods, uh, that following compared to Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, and Phil Mickelson, those are two high-profile groupings. Which one do you think would have the bigger following, all things being equal? Man, I don't know. That's hard. That's hard. I think what, what contributes to that is how everybody's playing. You know, as, you know, how does the round go along and you peel off and go watch the other group? And, um, I, I'm, I'm one of the people that doesn't really love those kinds of marquee pairings because I think it makes it really hard on the guys in those pairings. They have to contend with things that, the rest of the field doesn't have to contend with. I don't mean, with playing with Tiger, or to a lesser extent, playing with Phil, if you're not used to that kind of nonsense that goes with it, with people running around behind the green and leaving to go watch the next shot, that's, that's a difficult challenge that you know somebody with a more secluded tee time, so to speak, doesn't have to face. And I, I would be in favor of spreading those guys out a little bit so 
there's a little more fairness for the whole field. But uh, for, for fans, if you can get here early, and I'm not sure how that's possible with the traffic here, but if you can get here early and get a, and get a, and get a seat, get right up by the ropes by the first green, uh, you're gonna you're gonna see some stuff that that not many people get to see. Uh, I mean, there, there is you got they got that going for them. <laughs> Matt, uh, you mentioned last year Brooks Kepka the 16 under. We've seen that before at U.S. Opens. Rory won one in that fashion. Then we see the other side sometimes over par winning. What, what's the score that you like to see for a U.S. Open, a winning score, and what do you anticipate the winning score is going to be this week? Uh, I think it's the, the idea of protecting par as some kind of magical number is a little silly, and I think when they've tried really hard to do that, that's when you get the goofy setups that just reward players for bunting it down the middle. And, mm-hmm. and, and the problem with that setup is I don't, I don't think it rewards the, the consensus best players in the world. I think when the, when the courses have a little more risk-reward to them, that's when you see consensus you know, great players win U.S. Opens. And what I would hope to see is a, is a winning score in the mid-single digits under par, you know, six, seven, eight, you know, something like that under par, and and it and the score comes as a result of a player playing three three rounds under par. Uh, if it if it gets to be that crazy kind of plus two plus four neighborhood, and you're just out there trying to survive, I think that's what that would satisfy the USGA folks because they want this to be a death mark. But but I don't know that that rewards the kind of play that has made say Justin Thomas or, or Dustin Johnson or you know, those or Rory McIlroy. But you know those are the the best players in the world lately and. And they have a mixture of risk taking and bombing it off the tee, and, and that that to me is, a, is an exciting kind of golf to watch. I would rather see that. And this isn't any rip on on Jim Furyk; he's had an amazing career. But I would rather see that kind of golf than you know, kind of a Steve Stricker, Jim Furyk kind of golf, where you're you know hitting a hybrid off the tee and you hit it up by the green somewhere and you make a careful par. That's just my personal case. Hmm. Last thing for me, Matt. Um, Fox would love it if, if Phil or if Tiger's in contention on on Sunday. What's more likely to happen? Mickelson is close to uh, that elusive uh, United States Open uh, victory, or Tiger gets the putter going and the rest of his game's going, and Tiger's in contention again. What's more likely? Well, you know, selfishly, I hope Tiger does something because my kids, uh, you know, I've got to pay tuition next year. I, I still have a good, I can still have a good fifteen years. I need to to, to make my living in this business. Nice. So when Tiger goes, when Tiger goes well, it's good for all of us. So. I think that would be great for TV ratings, and, um, and that would be something to see. I think that the dream would be to have Phil and Tiger, and then someone, you know, one of these other younger players, you know, be up and around the leaderboard at the end. I think even if that, if that happens, and, and either of those two guys, Phil or Tiger, doesn't win, just if they're around, it makes for an exciting tournament. And, and I think that's what everyone here is rooting for, whether they win or not, to have them be relevant, have them be near the top of the leaderboard, you know stalking it down, and even if they ultimately don't pull through, just to, just to show that they can they can still do it. I mean, Phil's won an important event this year. He's won a WGC event, mm-hmm. and those aren't easy to win. It's, it's not like we're talking about a, a, a guy who's a thousand to one shot to win this thing. And and I, I was asked a couple times in one, some of these media panels who I, who I was picking to win, and in fact, Nicholson was my pick. So wow. I would love to see that just because, it would make for another fascinating kind of career Grand Slam story. And, and when you finish second here as many times as Phil has, you can start to feel for the guy. And I mean, he does have hundreds of millions of dollars and lots of trophies, so he's probably not going to weep if he doesn't win, but it would be nice to see. 
So uh, I put the over-under, let's say, top 20 for Tiger Woods. You've taken the over-under of him finishing in the top 20. And then who's your pick? Who uh, who you, you put? Pick Phil. Do you do, you're going I with Phil. Phil. Well, you're going to get my good. Pick, and if, and if 25 you're going to push one. me off, Phil, if you're going to push me off, Phil, I'm going to take John Rahm. I knew you would. John Rahm, okay. That's my not Phil pick. All right, so going with Rahm there. So Tiger, top 20? I don't think so. Um, I think he's hitting it well enough. But um, I think there's a couple factors at play at this particular place that make it hard for for him to win. I, I don't think he's ever been a super precise player off the tee. And this is a place where if you hit a couple wayward ones, you're looking at doubles and triples. And what, what Tiger's been able to do through his career is salvage those kinds of wayward tee shots with really good short game and putting. And the putting just hasn't been there for him this season. And, right. and maybe it's something he's sorted out over the last couple of weeks, but from what we've seen, uh, you know the the, you know, the the putting's always been the goalie for him. You know, for, you know the, the the guy who's you know the, the goalie who stands on his head to save the team in the playoffs. That was what Tiger's putting was, and if he doesn't have that, that's an awful that's a, that's a tough place for him to be. And and uh, so I would, if you're asking me top twenty or no, I would say no. Matt Rudy, Rudy writer on Twitter, Golf Digest senior writer on the grass, senior writer on the grounds at Shinnecock. Matt's gracious enough to join us. Give us a few minutes on Friday with uh, an update as the uh, first round will be in the books and the second will be underway. Thank you, Matt Rudy. We appreciate. It. We'll talk to you on Friday. You bet. See ya. Good to talk to you, uh, Matt Rudy. Golf Digest on the ground at Shinnecock. Um, you like the new playoff format, Trent? That it's no longer an eighteen-hole month. I like it. it Matt, Matt makes. Well, he doesn't make the, he's regurgitating the USA stance, mm-hmm. USGA. I think it's right. You know, these guys are playing well on Sunday. Let's continue the the game that they're playing. Supposed to coming back the next day. It's not like it's sudden death. You you know you get two holes to um, to stake your claim, if you will. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's hard to watch a tournament an entire eighteen holes on Monday. Right, for a lot of people. We have a lot more flexibility. Absolutely, we, we can lucky. do it, but. We know that's not a majority of yeah. people. So for, from that aspect, personally, I love the 18 holes on Monday, but I understand for the betterment of the game and the betterment you know, of golf in general, certainly this this makes a lot of sense. And I like it more than just the one-hole one, po- one hole playoff, the aggregate. I, the British Open's my favorite. The four-hole? With the four-hole. Yeah. I think that's great. But two holes, plus this is East Coast. I mean, it's going to be getting dark. That's a good point. And if you do anything more than that, if they get through the two and there's still a tie, yeah. It's going to be a little salty out there. Will this be the first year since Fox has taken over the tournament? I mean, you remember the vitriol yes. that when Fox first took it over, and of course, everybody's favorite villain, for whatever reason, with a headset on, Joe Buck. And oh my God, Joe Buck doing golf. I'm going to gag. I can't watch. I can't listen. I'll watch, but I'll have it on mute. I'm going to cut off my nose to spite my face. <laughs> Do you think that because we're starting to get used to their coverage, and I've never had a problem with it. No. Um but do you think that that'll quiet down a little this year? Probably not, because they haven't seen Fox yet this year do golf. Mm-hmm. And then, oh crap, yeah, it's on Fox again, and I hate it. Yeah, and I don't get it. Yeah, you know, Shane Bacon used to be a regular uh, guest on our show. I remember he used to, and happen, now yeah. he's uh, he's outgrown us. Yeah, yeah. Those those emails and phone calls don't get returned nearly oh. as often. If we get them once a summer, it's usually pretty good. Hopefully, maybe we'll get them. Uh, one time here pretty soon, but it's it's always fun when you see guys mm-hmm. when you're you know get them very early in their career and he does a great job. I, I yeah think. he does. Buck is is fine, but the shark wasn't very good. No, and he's no longer part of it. Right, right. It's okay. 
CBS is better. They've been doing it for longer. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Now, last thing on this golf, and I want to get your your and Jimmy B's rundown for later on today. You don't have any? Do you have any more high school baseball this week? Uh yeah. Tomorrow going to be oh, up in Johnston. Okay. Yeah, be in Johnston tomorrow night as the Dragons take on Fort Dodge. That'll be our Wednesday night game, uh, seven o'clock with the first pitch, and had an early one last night. Game one, two nothing, quick. I was about ten minutes uh, late getting on, so we picked up in progress in the bottom oh, wow. of the first which was A-OK, and got that second game in before the rain came again. Uh, yeah, and it did come again, no doubt about it. All right, so rank these majors in the, you know, whatever you're, you're from favorite to least favorite. I'm guessing, all right, rank your top three majors, because everyone PGA finishes last. Yes, Although maybe yes. next year that'll change as it changes on the calendar to May. Where is, is U.S. Open your favorite? No, no, still the Masters. Okay. It is still the Masters for me. That is at the top in. It depends on the courses for U.S. and the British for, British for yeah. two. Kind of depends on the year, depends on what else is going on. Of course, Father's Day, that's the weekend mm-hmm. for the U.S. Open, and sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. We've got other things going on. We always have a house full of people that weekend. So Sunday's kind of tricky for you, you're saying. It, it is, yeah. All of Tara's family but it's comes. your day. Well, it is my day, but... Tell that to the wife. Yeah, uh-huh. and to your three-year-old daughter. Right, right. So sitting down and, and watching the whole day of golf usually doesn't work out, but everybody knows around the house it makes their way usually 10, 12 people, 15 people. Trent needs to watch the golf for work, so so they give me a little bit of time to at least watch the last oh, nine holes or so. So it would go in chronological order for you, Masters, U.S., British, PGA, again, according to the... As long as we don't get anything like last year. I don't like the U.S. Open. I didn't like Kepka winning last year. I felt wa- I was left wanting more, Trent. Yes, yeah, 1,600, mm-hmm. no. I'm okay at five, so, you know, right mm-hmm. in that range. And yeah, what, like Matt said, when it gets bad, when you get the... The greens that are just unplayable. You hit a perfect shot, but it just didn't land quite on that right spot, and it rolls out. It's that's too ridiculous. Mm-hmm. British most years, some years U.S. Open gets it though. British one for me, Masters two, U.S. Open, PGA four. <laughs> PGA always a four. Yeah, but next year might change. Could honestly, be because with the, the change in the calendar, with the change with the event moving till May. All right, uh, you and Jimmy B today. What have you two knuckleheads got cooking? Oh, coming up today, we will be joined by Joe Aiello. Little talk on the Cubs as they uh, are back what a in fun first game. Base. Well, we, I know we talked about it, but again, it was a fun game last night. It really was. Tom Caker from Hawkeye Reports going to be stopping oh, by. It's draft day. It is. Yesterday we did our Capital City League draft. Did with Jimmy Alex B embarrass, embarrass himself? Well, of course. Yeah. Every single the year. Day ends in why. Right, his uh, his second round pick. So they, where did he? What pick overall? There was three of you. So his second round was either four, five, or six. He was six. He had the number one overall pick. Oh, so he's last to get it. And who did he take first? Well, who would you who would you take first? Well, and um, any current Cyclone or Bulldog that uh, is playing, Wigginton. Right. That I mean that makes sense. Mariel Shayok was really Shayok good last was year. Close, yeah. He took Michael Jacobson. <laughs> I like Jacobson a lot. I do too. Not she probably could have waited. I'm guessing he might have come back around. Yeah. Then with the second pick, uh-huh. he, he goes Brady Ellingson. Was he the first doggy off the board? He was. Yes. Now Alex had ended up with all Cyclones. No surprise yeah. there. But his team is really good. I think Shayok, Tally, Solomon Young, Zion Griffin, Prentice Nixon, 
and Terrence Lewis. Yeah, I'm anxious to watch uh, Nixon play because yeah. this will be the only chance uh, to see him, the first chance to see him uh, in the state. So what do you guys do? Is there bragging rights? Is, oh, yeah. Do you points more, or anything? More, yeah, I mean, you know, I probably should put a little more into it, but usually by that time at the end, eh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you've worn off and, and football's right. uh, getting close. Michael Jacobson, Brady Ellingson, George Conant IV, Tyrese Halliburton, Eric Steyer, a walk-on, and Garrett Sturtz, a Drake walk-on. That's Jimmy B's team. Good luck, Jimmy B. Uh, Third place, as always. And uh, we'll be doing the Hawkeye side today with Tom Cakert, also you and I. uh, Players available with our draft. We'll kick off the 5 o'clock hour with that with Mr. Cakert. Where will Green go? Mm, That's a good question. So we draft 18 guys. Third or fourth round? Probably, yeah, right in that 8, 9, 10 range. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, somewhere in there. He's going to score. Yes, he is. That's why you want him. Yes. Guard, you have to play a, a lot of defense league. in that no, league. No, no. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, we will look forward to that today at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow's Wednesday. That means Cappy's going to be here. Look forward to talking to Cappy. Uh, the Heartland Flag Sale, it's uh, coming to its end, folks. Uh, heartlandflags.com. Tell you all, all about that tomorrow, but they've got a terrific uh, rebate uh, for you at heartlandflags.com. Uh, Cappy stops by. We're also going to do something on the uh, track and field event coming to Drake Stadium. Not this weekend, next weekend. Uh, Mike Mahon. Uh, is going to join us, and we will do that. Amongst some other things, we'll mix some NFL in there tomorrow as well. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6, but we've got some time before we go. It's Hawkeye Swarm time. Uh, you and Dr. Fuller are going to take it to the end. By the way, as we've said throughout the show, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Now today, you and the doc are going to Hawkeye Swarm what topic? We're going to go back 23 years, no, 33 years. Good math, TC. 33 years, 1985 in the Rose Bowl year, Big Ten Championship, an all-timer with the doc today. I bet. that is that Was that his, could you see in his face he was really enjoying doing this? Yeah. Month? I mean, that that's a fun trip down memory lane. My, my memories aren't quite as good as him as I was in kindergarten. Yeah. A little bit more difficult for me. A lot of doc in this one. Uh, Hawkeye Swarm coming up after this break. Trent and I are back tomorrow with New. We appreciate you being here. If you miss any portion of the show, you can go to KenMillerShow.com, click the podcast link. Uh, Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6, and we come back. It's the Hawkeye Swarm. Trent and Doc Fuller on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. 
That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. The deals are heating up at Aaron's on select furniture, electronics, and appliances during Aaron's sizzling summer savings event. Plus, to make it even hotter, this weekend, June 15th through the 17th, just $1 gets you started leasing to own. And as always, there's no credit needed and delivery and setup are free. Come to a participating Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com this weekend to get started with just $1. Plus, save on select products during Aaron's sizzling summer savings event. Transaction advertised is a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here. Folks keep asking me how KFC can afford to fit two pieces of Kentucky Fried Chicken, taters and gravy, a biscuit, a medium drink, and a cookie into my KFC $5 fill-ups and still sell them for just $5. Well, I saved a little money by only paying for 25 seconds of this here 30-second commercial. <whistles> KFC, it's finger-licking good. At participating KFCs for a limited time, prices may vary. Tax extra. Extra charge for breast piece and side item substitution may apply. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. On June 21st, do what you love for those affected by Alzheimer's disease. Sign up for The Longest Day, a fundraising event to help the Alzheimer's Association end this devastating disease. Register at alz.org slash the longest day. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. All right, welcome back. Time for another Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG as we take a look back at great moments in Hawkeye history with Dr. Stephen Fuller with Fuller Family Dentistry with two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and in Altoona on 8th Street Southwest. Doc, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Trent? Doing well, and uh, well, today I'm going to have to lean on you a little bit more. We're going back to 1985, so I'll, I'll set the scene for at least myself. This is really my first earliest memories as a Hawkeye fan, but the nuts and bolts and things, I, I don't have a whole lot of memory for. I was in kindergarten. It was a great year. My Bears won the Super Bowl. Hawkeyes went to the Rose Bowl. It, it was all coming up Condon at that time, but I don't have those vivid memories as I do with some of the other things. What a season uh, 1985 was. I mean, uh, I can remember... Uh, we, uh, I think it was a year or two before that. We we started off with Drake University in 1985, oh. <laughs> okay. and uh, a, a few years prior to that, um, Drake uh, if uh, went undefeated, and of course uh, they had stickers out. Drake University is. The, or is the University of Iowa. And uh, so that was a dig that uh, they, because I believe they beat Iowa State up at, in Ames that year. And, and so uh, <laughs> they uh, there was that little uh, dig towards the Hawkeyes uh, since uh, uh, they uh, went undefeated and uh, we didn't have a real good year. Uh, I mean, we had a fair year. Uh, that year, but it wasn't as good as 11 and 0 or 10 and 0 or whatever it was for Drake at that time. So uh, we showed them why they weren't the University of Iowa, and we started off with them with a 58 to zero kicking. It was, it was a throttling. Yeah. So <laughs> Iowa started off the year with plenty of accolades coming into the season, big expectations. They were preseason number five that year. Just shows you where the Hawkeye program was at that point, and what Hayden had built it up to there. Well, and and we were loaded. I mean, you know, we had uh, Chuck Long in the backfield, uh, eventual runner-up uh, for the Heisman Trophy. We had uh, Ronnie Harmon, uh, one of the considered one of the premier backs in the nation, and uh, who could, you know, catch the ball and and uh, you know run the ball. And if he got outside, uh, you know, he was gone. And uh, it, it was a great year to be a Hawkeye. Uh, we finished up what ten and two, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, our one lone loss uh, was to Ohio State, uh, and it, it I, I believe that game came down to the wire. Yeah, uh, lost that one, and that was a CBS game. I, I think the weather was bad, if, if my memory serves. Twenty two thirteen, I think the final in that yep, one. Twenty two thirteen, and uh, a loss to the Buckeyes. Well, we've seen plenty of those throughout. Oh the yeah, years. we saw plenty of those. I sat through many a game uh, sitting up there in Kinnick Stadium, going, uh, "It's cold, Dad. It's raining. Can we go home?" <laughs> and oh, we're going to score. We're going to score. <laughs> yeah, but it won't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, it's something that and, uh, we'll talk about some rivalries and some great games uh, going forward here in the Hawkeye Swarm, but. As good and as much success as Iowa's had against Michigan, it's been the other side with the Buckeyes. Maybe that's why 
Last year's 55-24 felt so good against the Buckeyes. Oh, yeah, it couldn't have happened at a better time. Uh, you know, it uh, it had poetic justice uh, the, seeing uh, the Buckeyes uh, leave with their tail between their legs. And, and uh, uh, next time we go over there uh, to Columbus, we, we better be all hands on deck because uh, if Urban Meyer's still there, he's going to remind those Buckeyes uh, that we basically embarrassed them on national TV. So, but uh, 1985, what a great year. I mean, you know, uh, we finished 10 and 2, went to the Rose Bowl at uh, uh, 10 and 1, Mm -hmm. and uh, we we were positioned uh, number one a few times. uh, in 1985. Including the historic number one versus number two game, Michigan, Iowa. I do remember that game, and I remember us uh, eating dinner, dinner because it was probably a 2.30 start, I would guess, something like that. So uh, during the fourth quarter, we sat down, and, well, we're not going to sit down. This will be one in front of the television watching it and watching the Rob Houtland kick. So were you in Kinnick that day, or were you watching on television? No, I was in Kinnick that day, and, uh, you know, when you see everybody swarm out and jump on the kicker, you're like, uh, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> and uh, then they, everybody wished they wouldn't have done that because uh, he got hurt. Yes, he did. <laughs> you know, so that's why you don't do that to the kickers. You know? So uh, we haven't seen the number one versus number two since then in the stadium, and they're very incredibly rare in college football, at least during the regular season. Just don't see it very much. Uh, that will always be remembered, I think, from Hawkeye fans and one of the great moments. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if I remember right, uh, uh, Bo Schembechler was still the coach there, mm-hmm. and uh, Bo didn't lose too many. And no. uh, uh, I can't remember who the coach was. It Earl Bruce, possibly, at the time? Uh, at Ohio State. At Ohio State. Yeah. And so, you know, and, you know, Coach Bruce took it uh, took the helm from uh, Woody Hayes. Yes. I mean, you know, so uh, and they didn't lose very many. I mean, you don't lose at Ohio State because if you have an eight and three record, uh, <laughs> you're, you're ex coach at Ohio State. You know uh, that that season was so much fun, and even with the loss to Ohio State coming back, but we finish up with the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and, let's uh, not talk about that. <laughs> you just want to leave that aside because. Uh, my my grandpa maintained throughout that that the fix was in. Well, you know, you know the, all the shady stories that are out there, and and that that does kind of put a pall over the season. What happened in Pasadena? It was the most unbelievable thing, and unfortunately, or fortunately, I wasn't at the Rose Bowl because I probably would have gone down and killed Ronnie Harmon myself, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know. Uh, I kept saying to the TV, take him out. <laughs> you know, yeah, if yeah. I'd have been Coach Fry, you know, Ronnie, you can't hurt me if you're standing right next to me. And, yeah. and uh, you know, we had, what, four turnovers in the first half alone. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, he was on one of them. He was nowhere, no, you know, he broke into the free and he's running down the sideline. And all of a sudden that ball gets loose. And you've never seen him. Uh, do that. I mean, that's that was the shocker, and uh, you just wonder. And you know, he he, uh, I believe had signed or was about to sign with. Uh, I don't remember the uh, agent, but that agent, uh, I believe, got caught up in some type of a college uh, football scandal, and uh, he's no longer a pro agent anymore. <laughs> So you, you, you know, <laughs> so so you know, it makes you wonder if there was a uh, a smoky backroom deal that came out of that. 
Yeah. And, and I think it really hurt Ronnie Harmon, uh, yeah. you know, into the pros because he really didn't last that long. You know, and there was an opportunity if they would have won that game, a possibility of maybe a split national championship. Oklahoma won it that year, but they had had a loss during the season. Still something that uh, also kind of hangs over, but... Well, we had another positive. 85, one of our favorite seasons, and my earliest memories of the Hawkeyes. we got a lot more memories coming up here, Doc. should be a lot of fun as we continue with the Swarm. It should be a lot of fun. You know, there's a lot of memories of different games and, and seasons, and, uh, and then there's some that you just want to forget about, those 11 and that. So, uh, you know, we'll leave those it's, aside. It, it, it's always fun. <laughs> it's Dr. Stephen Fuller and the Hawkeye Swarm here on 1700. You can find Dr. Fuller if you're looking for a dentist with Fuller Family Dentistry. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and on 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Doc Fuller, we'll do it next week. All right, you have a good week. All right, Trent Connor, good stuff with you and Doc Fuller as you took a look back to 1985. Jimmy B and TC from 4 until 6 afternoon drive sports conversation. They've got a mock draft coming up on the PTL. Uh, we are back tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you being here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Talk to you tomorrow on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover. Tons of fun things to do. And so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. 
Imagine that. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts has expertise in parts you need to help keep your car on the road no matter how many miles it has. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. 